0: Boba Barstool. You know, this will be fun today. I always like it when we bring in a different voice. And uh, so this week, um, John Robinson and I, so he's my backup CEO, my business manager, and we're going to talk about some entrepreneurship stuff. But instead of basically interviewing me, which is what he does typically, we invited uh, Troy Horn, who's a member of the Power Hitters Club Entrepreneurs Private Community. It's a beta beta community right now. Um, To talk about business that he's starting and to go through this uh, exercise that the JR has that he's created a whole worksheet for and it's all about ground zero the business and I think it's really really interesting so I think you're gonna like this sit back relax pop a bottle let's do it <laughs> Hey everybody, John here from JohnLimber.com and John Digital on Facebook. Here's another edition of the Social Media podcast where each week we invite to the virtual pub. This week we get drunk on entrepreneurship. So this week uh, we got a special uh, guest today. Uh, normally we always have John Robinson on the show. He's my backup CEO, business manager. We've also got Troy Horn who's... What's up, Troy? Now, Troy, up? Troy is an entrepreneur, and we'll, we'll talk to him a little bit here in a second. He's he's part of PHC Entrepreneurs, which is our private community uh, for entrepreneurs only. Uh, we have it's still in beta; we haven't launched it to the public. He's actually been on uh, one of our little John and John Facebook lives before, and uh, he's agreed to be out with us today again because I, I think he's a really interesting dude. But uh, Troy, say hi, hi everybody! What uh, tell, tell everyone about? you know, your business and, you know, what you're doing, what what you're working on right now.
1: Great. So, uh, my name is Troy Horn. Um, I have a couple of businesses. One of our businesses, um, is actually an acting school. Um, I did Broadway when I was a performer and I did, um, actually also had a record deal and has been on like a couple of like television shows like that. But, um, so we started a school to kind of help people navigate their path to, Actually, doing that as a living, like showing them the actual steps to get there, and then the one that we just started right now is one with my eldest son, who um, we're looking to looking to build a business around like his basketball stuff, um, helping him like to become a social media influencer and and branding him, and also helping him connect with um, people in the AAU basketball world so that he has relationships with people and people know him before he even. You know, meets them in high school or whatever. So awesome, awesome. That's well, the whole deal with one, that.
0: One reason Troy's on is because Jr. Uh, last week was talking about um, the topic we we're going to talk about today, which is going to be Ground Zero. I'm not, I'm still not sure exactly what that means, but and he also wanted to invite Troy on to discuss <laughs> this. So Jr., what you got for us today, man? Well, before I get into
2: ground zero, I want to acknowledge Troy on creating a warm welcome for his son. And what I mean by that is I've done this a lot. When I accepted uh, jobs at companies, the day I accepted the job, I started working, meaning that I met... 10, 15, 20 people before I even went in the door. Like, let's <laughs> say I accepted the job a month later. And everybody would be like, how did you know so many people? <laughs> right, and yeah. I, I, I like what you're doing with your son because that's that's what time it is. Is like the idea of going in and already having a warm welcome because you did the work before you got there. So that's like one of my cheats when the first 100 days of a job – um, that's what i tell people to do it's like meet as many people before day 1 and then everyone will be like wow how long have you been working here <laughs> you know, so yeah i like that i like that in
1: you thank you thank you all
2: right so ground zero so ground zero for me uh i came up with this concept last month and it was kind of like the idea of control alt delete to the computer it's like start over and i've teased john about this i said on december thirty first, john loomer 2017 version died he started over 2018 version and i feel like that with all of us like our old version is done so now we have a new version and this is kind of the outcome of that it's like just thinking about what this new version of Troy is, this new version of John Homer. And uh, it's a, it's about seven questions. So uh, nice. I will get into it right now. No, man. Uh, okay. John, do you have anything else? All right, cool. So ground zero. And, you know, you can take some time, Troy, to think about it. You can just blurt out. Any answer that comes to you, no answer is a wrong answer. This is just about flow, and you okay. know flow on the performance on the stage. And, right, and think right. of this, think of this like improv. Okay. Keep it moving, you know. So so, and I'm not a performer, so I'm just like <laughs> I am by saying that. But uh, so so, first thing, ground zero. What is troubling you?
1: What is troubling me, Ground Zero, with the business with my son is um, monetizing around this thing without it being weird with um, NCAA stuff. Because, right, tell me
2: a l- little bit more about that.
1: Because a lot of times people will um, say, "Oh, well, you know, I've seen you in this venue or that venue, so you'll no longer um, you're no longer eligible for amateur status." And so that is what's freaking me out. And that's what actually was taking me so long about actually going full fledged into it. Um, So that's been my big worry and concern.
2: So, so is that a fear? Is that uncertainty? Is that an unsure? What, what about the NCAA? And this is this, we're going to go into some different questions right now, but I I want to just dig a little deeper on that.
1: Um, It's kind of a, guess it it had been a fear before, um, but, you know, my wife and I talked about it, and and we're like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to start it as a company, and he's just going to be, like, our test person. Um, He won't receive any type of, like, pay or endorsement thing or whatever, because we've seen a lot of athletes, specifically one actually here um, in Colorado, her name was Fran. She actually did a a commercial for Under Armour because she was, like, the first – she was like a, a sophomore last year and she dunked the basketball so she like got all these you know things from from like under armor and some other places and the way that they worked around it was that you know under armor didn't pay her um anything and so she was able to retain her her amateur status so we said we're going to do the same thing all monies will go to the company that we set up and none of the money will go to him
2: all right so, sweet so Yeah, that makes sense. So I'll restate it. So you, there is this uncertainty or this fear of ruining NC eligibility, NCAA eligibility. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Next question. Where are you with it?
1: We're still in the beginning stages. Um, We have a podcast that's been going for about, I would say, four months, five months or so. Um, We haven't actually, we have a website. I haven't actually built it out because of my concern with that. We have, um. Other partnerships and things like that, I really haven't pursued because I was just trying to understand how do we do this and not jeopardize that. But I think with this new, you know, 2018 idea of how we're going to do it, um, everything is kind of full, full force now. With this,
2: I like that. Yeah. So as you've gone through this process, uh, mm-hmm. as you, you know, getting your arms around you know, this NCAA eligibility, as you're getting the podcast going, as you're considering the website and what the next versions of that will be, what has become clear to you in that time?
1: Hmm. What has become clear? Uh, first thing that comes to me is the first thing that's become clear to me is that most of the things that um, I'm concerned about are figure outable and that. The, the idea is just to keep going and if there's a problem you can figure it out it's not going to be like don't spend i shouldn't spend my time worrying about how to solve problems i don't have i just start should start moving and then solve them you know as we're as we're moving because i feel like i, I wasted that. like three or four months just thinking about how are we going to get around this and i could have you know
2: yeah, and I like that. So, John, what shows up for you as you're listening to Troy say this? Because it sounds a little
0: similar to our out journey. Yeah, no, I like that. Oh, no, I, I think uh, you know one lesson that you know, we learned a long time ago is uh, to you know, not worry about anything being perfect. To fi- figure it out on the fly, yeah, definitely, um, and to not stress out over you know every every detail. And that, uh, you know, you're going to have some doubts, especially in the early going, but you learn a lot just just from the experience. You, know? you <laughs> okay. learn something, whatever you did, you created something new that whatever you, know, you, you learn from the response, the results, whatever, to make it better the next time. And if you're stressed out about all the details to, to the point where you don't even put these things out, you don't learn anything. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, I'll add to that, too.
2: When we delegate and I've always used this mindset of when delegation, it's the idea of like there's no mistake that somebody can make that we can't fix. Right. And it gives yeah. them full autonomy. It gives them full trust, full confidence. And I learned that probably one of my first jobs out of undergrad. And I had a boss tell me that. And I think I was managing like an $8 million budget, 23 years old, and I didn't have $800 (laughs) in my account. So, But I I love that. I love that frame of just like, hey, there's nothing that you can do as a mistake that we can't fix. And I, I like that. Same thing with you, and like, there's nothing that we can't figure out.
0: Yeah, there's, there's, right, right. there's no there's such nothing. thing as a mistake. There's nothing. Right? I it's it's all an experience that right. You know, you you took some steps intentionally that led to that result. It may not be the preferred result, but but now you know how to get to that result. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Now, John, you you sound so. Mr. Miyagi, Jedi. But, but there's two right different now. things. Mr. Miyagi is not a Don't Jedi. Don't act like. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, but but you sound like you've been living this way forever. In the I beginning, were yeah, you like um, that?
0: I mean, I didn't even create my first product for, I think it was 10 months uh, from the start of the website. Nice and uh, I mean, a lot of it was just a yeah. complete unknown to me. I had just no clue how to launch a product. Uh, I didn't know if anyone would buy it, and I mean, luckily, what I didn't wait on was just creating content, so I was just I wrote all the time even when no one was reading it uh, but yeah, I, I held off for sure on the product until just one day I was like, you know i'm I'm not even gonna create the product yet. I'm just gonna launch it and say you can prepay. And then based on the response will determine how much work I put in. So that way it kind of protected me from quote unquote failure. Like if no one buys it, I just won't create it as opposed to creating it first. And then so, uh, yeah, that's it took me a long time to get there, though. Yeah, no, no doubt. So
2: before we go on, I, I want to dive a little bit into the podcast. What, what's become clear to you? through your podcast days so far.
1: Um, That, that warm welcome thing that you're talking about is really cool. And people are really, you know, receptive to, you know, one, helping people understand more about AU basketball and they're really receptive to talking to, you know, a kid about that as well. I mean, that's been really cool for me, to, like to see how people are. They respond to my emails when I talk about the show. They respond to him in the show. Um, when we go to their actual events, they're like, "Hey, Moses!" I, actually, he went to he went to um, a tryout for one of the top teams um, here in the state. And um, as he walks in, one of the coaches wow. walks up to him and goes, "I love your podcast." I'm like, "We won!" Like before, you haven't even tried out, dude. And then, like That's the guys, right. like, "I love your podcast." So that was very cool. That was very I, cool.
2: Yeah, that, that is cool. Now, I'm going to go off script a little bit because there's something that just showed up for me in the design process. So I know that you're getting ready to design the website, you know, whenever you're going to launch that this year or next year. Um, there's a starting point that I like to, to go to on the idea of why something exists. Mm. So I'm going to ask you two off the wall questions okay the first question why does a fork exist
1: i think a fork the first thing we're doing improv so the first thing that came to my mind was because people um were not looking to use um ohashi or chopsticks and forks were a lot easier to grab and eat than using the chopsticks yeah.
2: I love that answer. I've asked that hundreds and hundreds of times and I I've, I've heard similar similar answers like that but that, I love that. The second question, why does breakfast
1: exist? Cuz we wake up really hungry.
2: Okay. All right. <laughs> so, and then the final question in that little series is why does the podcast exist?
1: Uh, the podcast exists for two reasons. One, to create the warm welcome that we talked about was actually the initial idea. And then two, to find out if what we're doing is actually what we're supposed to be doing. Um, because in the world of AU, you don't know if it's the same for basketball, but I'm mean, baseball, but in the world of AAU it's like they're all doors that um nobody will tell you about, you don't know how to open, people make it to, you know, the next level, whether it's high school or college, just because they've magically found the secret door. And I was like, you know, I want to find out as much information right now while it's not really a big deal so that I can actually help him find those, you know, secret doors and and, and increase our chances of him moving to where he wants to go, yeah.
2: All right, extra credit. Why will the website exist?
1: The website exists will exist because it's just another place for people to hear the audio and get more information. And I, and that's because I have a friend who listened to it. I think in Germany or someplace like that, and they didn't have access to the podcast on Google Play or iTunes or something like that. They couldn't they couldn't play the audio, so they went to the website and they said, Well, I can listen to it on your website because it's streaming straight from Lipson. And so that's another way for people to get more information and and to get the actual audio, as well.
2: Yeah, no, that's sweet. And and I, I ask that a lot because I think that's a good starting point when you think about design, mm-hmm. and your intention. You know what your intention is, and and as you said that, I mean it sounds to me like the website exists to make it easier, more convenient, and more accessible, the podcast. You know, right, the, right. The content or accessible to connecting with you or connecting with your son. Yeah. So, you know, we, uh, John and I, try to start with why something exists. And, you know, I, I copied that from Seth Godin. This is what right. his, one of his things, is, is, you know, starting off with why things exist. So, um, yeah, no, that's good. So, back on script, we went from what's troubling you. To where you're at with it and what's become
1: clear. Mm-hmm.
2: Now we go into what are you still unsure
1: of? Hmm. What am I still unsure of? Staying in the flow, kind of like an uh, improv space. What am I unsure of? Hmm. What am I unsure of? I don't know. Um, That's a good question.
2: That's a good answer. (coughs) I don't know. Yeah. So, John, when you hear that, because John, through the years, has, you know, and some of the experiments, it used to be a lot of we don't know. Now, some of the experiments, mm, there's a little more knowledge, wouldn't you say, John? And
0: um, I I think uh, it's not necessarily a bad thing that you don't know how to answer that question because, uh, it may also show that you've been thinking this stuff through quite a bit and there's nothing that's really, you know, other than the NCAA eligibility issue. I think, uh, you, you may know more of what you're doing than, than you think. Um, but no, absolutely. (coughs) I think, um, you know, we, we, you definitely have that finding your way period and, uh, I think it's important, though, to kind of move forward with some confidence that, you know, it sounds like you may have right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, that was a big thing. I mean, just the NCAA thing. And I was like, well, you know what? You know, if we do it that way with, you know, running everything through the company and he's just, you know, kind of like, you know, a uh, person that's a part of it. It's not, And he doesn't receive any money for the stuff, then... Solved, i wonder what the website too right? if you can I mean, so. take that up a
0: notch too like, like you could at minimum without even creating new content just uh record a video version of that podcast where people could watch it as opposed to just listening to it and then watch it on your website right or, or you're already
1: doing something like that Yeah, no, that's a great idea. And actually, you know, thanks to you guys for introducing me to this uh, app here. So I was like, how can we do that? Because, you know, I was like, oh, well, this is cool. So this is a way to also, you know, kind of do that and um, have a a video version that goes on YouTube or Vimeo or Facebook live or Facebook Facebook Facebook, wherever
0: uh, associated with the podcast.
1: I will. I like, I literally, I mean, like, <laughs> for the last like four or five months, I'm yeah. like, how do we do this and not jeopardize? The, and I'm you know, thinking about all these ways. And that's like, you know, I want to do this, but then will he, you know, be seen as, you know, a pro if I do that? Or, and so now that we've come up with this answer, it's like, well, hey, and there may be other things that I'm not thinking about. And, you know, but at that time, I thought also, if we build a brand and, you know, for whatever reason, something happens, mm-hmm. he has a business, you know, <laughs> so that's not bad. <laughs> you no, know, it's so
0: cool so. though that you're doing this for them. I mean, I've got three boys and, uh, they don't take a whole lot of interest in my business. So I don't think I'll be pa- passing this on to them anytime soon, <laughs> but I would love to <laughs> you know, have their help and cause they're smart kids. But I uh, said, so, no, this is, this is really cool.
1: Yeah, that's how Moses was with music. I was like, you know, we had him in piano lessons and all this other stuff. And uh, he's like, mm, nah.
0: Jared, where are you at? Know. So, yeah, so
2: I like hearing what you're willing to do. And that's where we'll go next. And as you're, you know, unpacking, your you know, apprehensiveness about ruining the NCAA eligibility, getting the podcast going, getting the website going. What shows up for you when I say, What are you willing to
1: do? (laughs) (laughs) That right there is awesome. Because for the last three or four months I was thinking, okay, this means to actually do it right and actually have it work. It means a lot of content creation. That means, you know, content creation for YouTube. That means content creation for, um, the podcast stuff. That means content creation for the, for a blog on the website. That means just crazy amounts of content creation. And so for me, that was also like, man, do I really want to do all this content creation? And you know, and then of course there's the the doubt mm-hmm. of like he's 12. Is he like is he gonna roll up at you know 14 and 15 and go? Right. I changed my mind. And meanwhile, <laughs> I put in you know years of business. It's like so for me, I'm willing to take that chance, and I'm willing to you know just go ahead and dive full and, and go straight into the content creation, which has mm-hmm. been my. Are you willing to? question for the last three or four months as well
2: yeah and i smirk when hearing you say your answer because with john whenever it's a question of what are you willing to do
0: <laughs>
2: he has very tight boundaries on mm. what he's willing to do so john as you heard the question what what shows up for you
0: in general, or what I'm willing the to
2: do. In general.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, and this has been, <laughs> this has evolved over, you know, six and a half years because in the beginning, you know, I was willing to do whatever, you know, just try something new, try something different. I was willing to travel. I was willing to do, you know, because I, I didn't know what it would take to get this business off the ground. I was going to do whatever it took uh now, for me it's you know I, I value my evenings, I value my weekends uh I value time with the kids, and that i don't want to be traveling all over the place also realized you know I, I want to be very um strict in terms of the types of people i'll associate myself with and um you know in terms of branding and uh, everything else. Um, and also just the things I'm willing and not willing to do in um, in terms of selling stuff uh, Because there's a lot of things that just seemed like, you know, expected for, for marketing And I'm like, I'm not comfortable doing that um, And But, you know, not necessarily having the comfort and the confidence to say that in the first year or two But figuring it out as I go So um, I think that's where you're going with that, right, Jar?
2: Yeah, but I love how you – I feel Mm. like you were looking at my script. Because the next question question is, what are you not willing to do? You know, it's (laughs) funny. Yeah, go ahead. 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 No, go ahead. What what are you not willing to do?
1: Yeah, that's the thing. It's like the same. As a musician and as a touring (laughs) artist, I am not willing to to give up time around my family and not being with my kids. I mean, if there was one time – um that I was doing some music stuff, and I was gone for like nine months, and I was like, never, again, I I am past the point of like, you know being gone. So it's like so not willing to do is not being able to be around my family and, and hang out with my wife and kids, yeah.
2: Yeah that's, I, right. I, that, that's a wonderful stand to take. And the idea of what are you willing to do and what are you not willing to do? It's about taking a stand yeah. and, and it's really easy to get caught up in the entrepreneur waves. Right. Just think of like the ocean and surfing, it's easy to get caught up in those waves. And then next thing you know, you're 50 miles from your family.
1: Right. Yeah.
2: And, and, and John has done a really good job of staying, you know, knowing that that's important, knowing that that's what fuels him, what energizes him. And by embracing that and saying, here's what I'm willing to do and not willing to do it. uh, It makes sure that the business fits you. And that's what I'm proud of is like this business with John. It fits him like, uh, a tailored
0: suit. I don't even. I don't even know what a tailored well, John, suit is. John
2: used to have. Right. I, I was just about to say I have like. I two think he has of them, one yeah. of my
0: suits that, that. From like from like the nineties. <laughs> yeah.
2: Like.
1: Oh, nice. right.
2: Yeah, I gave him my suits, um, but but yeah. So Troy, that that is very admirable to make sure that you kind of have your GPS on for for your business um there's also a point of of what i've noticed in entrepreneurs who end up unhappy Mm. i'm not saying successful entrepreneurs it's way different than entrepreneurs who end up unhappy i'm telling you a majority of the time it's because they lost the balance They lost the balance of of what their time with their family, time with their business. And uh, John and I, I I try to make sure that we check in every day, not just to talk about business, but to talk about the balance of time to himself, the balance of time with his family, uh, the time with the business, the time with his body, like meaning working out. Uh, because as an entrepreneur, it takes a lot of energy to do this. It takes a lot of energy to be on top of this. I mean, for you to know what's troubling you, you know, where you're at with it and what's becoming clear and what you're unsure of, that takes a lot of brain power. And, you know, if you're not mindful of what's most important and what, you know, balance looks like and doesn't look like, then – Things can get from under you really quickly, really yeah. quickly john what 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 shows up when you hear that you know hear Troy talk about how important it is to you know set that boundary take a stand for me? Yeah, I wish I would have
0: done do. it earlier because uh I mean it took me a, a little while I mean not not to say I was willing to do anything and everything in the beginning um, but it, <clears throat> it wasn't until I kind of had a sense for. Uh, you know what I was capable of with this business, and that I can kind of create my own rules as opposed to playing by someone else 's rules, which is yeah. is so, something was I, I was certainly more comfortable doing is playing by someone else 's rules and early going because i didn't i 've never been someone who you know was high up in the food chain and was like delegating and like and in, in, in creating a business or anything like that, so it was an uneasy place for me to be to like to think that I could just create this however I wanted to. Uh, so instead I was like, oh, you know, what, what does everybody else think uh, you should do to market a business or to start a business and this and that. So I, I was doing a lot of that and early going. So if you're already kind of playing by your own your own rules, that's, a, that's certainly a good start.
1: Well, watching you guys has really helped me do that. I mean, because, you know, you guys are playing, you know, by your own rules. And I thought, well, hey, <laughs> these guys can do it. We can do it. Yeah. You know, we can figure it out. We can make it happen. If And then you see a bunch of other people, are like, they're all doing it the way that they want to. And I love, you know, specifically when I watch your, um, your uh, um, Power Hitters Club stuff, and it's like, everything that you're doing, you're not like, you're not trying to sell or push anything. You're like, look, this is how I'm going to do it. This is how I am. If you like it, great. If you don't, that's fine but this is what it is. And to see and get that kind of energy is really uh, inspiring for, you know, people starting this stuff. It's like, I don't have to do all this stuff. I can do it the way that I want to. And because I'm doing it the way that I want to, I'll attract the people that I want to attract. Yeah. That's great. Which is really cool.
2: Yeah. I I like that too. And I like that you noticed that because um, one of the biggest shifts that I've seen out of John through the years was him going from, oh, we lost a customer to, hmm, customers not a fit for us. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> it's more of a graceful goodbye mm-hmm. versus a cringing goodbye, like, oh, we lost another member. <laughs> so, so I, I like that John has shifted to, that's just not our, our customer. They yeah. you know if they if they don't want to pay this amount, if they don't participate and they leave and blah blah blah. So it, it gives us room for knowing that it's a fit. You know, yeah. again, going back to the custom suit, there's nothing better than than having a tailored audience. You know, yeah. like a suit, a tailored audience that just fits you. Like I remember John, <laughs> I remember John to whine when we would get complaints like we would get like somebody complaining about something and years ago it would get under his skin and now i would say that he dances with that a heck of a lot better than he used to years ago because it would it would bother him what, what, what do you say what's well, a little bit John? easier now because um
0: there's more of a buffer so you know, back in the day, I used to handle everything or have my hands in just about everything, um, where I, I would see all the complaints <clears throat> and and not to act like you know getting a million complaints, but it, it did tend to kind of kind of ruin my day when I had to deal with that. And I would okay, what's the best way to respond to this? And then that person's still not happy. How can I make them happy? Whatever. Uh, now having and I've I've learned quickly that that is not. You know the best fit for my skills either is customer service um, so that's that's why you know we have have a team in place to handle that so first of all doing it better than i, I could and also you know knowing that you're gonna lose business you you're gonna lose customers it's going to happen I doesn't need to stress me out i don't, I don't need to have it in front of me all day you know dealing with it so um it it makes for much a uh, lower stress day for me, that's for sure.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. So we're in the home stretch of ground zero. So we started with what's troubling you. Where are you with it? Mm-hmm. What has become clear to you? What are you still unsure of? What are you willing to do? And what are you not willing to do? Mm-hmm. The last question and and it, when we go to the start of saying why does this exist? Even this tool, Ground Zero. It's a PDF. I'm looking at a PDF right now, and um, we're in stages. We have to redesign them, but you guys can see like, it's just it's little a little page that that I I like to write in. And um, the last question is what next?
1: What next? Um, the actual you know. Uh, that's the word I'm looking for. The actual doing the work, you know, actually going out and doing all the things that are in line and, and just moving forward. Cause there's been a lot of holding period time and hold a lot of, you know, thinking about a time. But now that we've got the things that were our major concerns figured out, I won't say everything, but the things that we were our major concerns figured out, it's time to go full force into it and let's find out what happens.
2: Yeah. Nice. And John, when, when you hear doing the work, what, uh, what have you learned about work as time has gone on?
0: In the um, I think it's it's really kind of grouped into two categories. I mean, it's the stuff that's your, your regular routine, uh, but it's also work that needs some sort of inspiration. So, you know, like Jared and I would talk about, oh yeah, we should do this. We should create this PHC Entrepreneurs Group or create this new training program or whatever. But at the same time, I'm not going to actually announce it, start creating it, whatever, until I feel comfortable and I've got the inspiration to do it. Because uh, otherwise, I don't I want to. I don't want to force anything. And 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 it actually, I was thinking about that topic of inspiration as well. When you're talking about Troy creating content and, and being overwhelmed by all that, but I think at the same time, I mean, you're for, for that type of business. The, if it's just a matter of creating that content because it's going to be evergreen for the most part, and um I think you should just kind of and if you haven't done this already you know take create a list of like all the various topics you could write about and all that kind of stuff, and then just find you know wait until you find some inspiration and start creating some of that content and it doesn't all have to be published today. So that way, you know, you can schedule, schedule something right. for one, once a week or whatever it is. So that takes the pressure off of you as well. I and mean, that's basically what I did with that, the baseball site for my, for my son is that I was inspired and I wrote like 30 articles, like all at once. And it was, it's just because I, <laughs> nice. I, I had the inspiration at that moment. And today I've been wanting to try to write a blog post for like the last three weeks and I haven't been able to do it uh, for that, for that. But so mm-hmm. it's a matter of kind of taking, taking that and then. And using that and, and scheduling it out, and, and when you've got that inspiration, because you've got there's lots of content I'm sure you could write about.
1: Yeah, yeah. And what's interesting, you know, on that is I go to these games and I talk to dads and moms about, you know, did you hear about this camp or hear about this thing? And they're like, no. And I'm like, oh, you should really know about it. Because if you're anything mm-hmm. like me, you're spending a lot of time, you know, in the gym with your kid. And it's like, I know that you want to go. You know, do this thing or, you know, play high school or maybe even see some college, you know, opportunities. And it's like, you need to know about this. So that's also been inspiring as well. That's really cool. Yeah.
2: So on doing the work, I want to add a couple of things. Um, You guys know when you go to a restaurant Mm -hmm. and you see a waiter or waitress wrapping utensils and napkins. That that event is called side work, right? Right. Because their core work is to take orders and bring food out and make sure that you're happy. The side work is that stuff. Speech, you know. That's what they do backstage instead of front mm-hmm. stage. Right. So, Troy, as you look at your work it might benefit you to look at core work and side work All right. and and just just know what it is and to, just to know like hey tuesdays are my side work days okay wednesdays are my core work days it's no different than working out you know working your core um uh, and you know working your other muscles so as you again, as you look at your work, that, that's one of the techniques that I've used through the years is just knowing what's what days are for side work and what days are for core work. Now with John as a as kind of a pivot in the conversation, I believe, and we'll stay in in sports analogy. I believe that when players make plays, it's because they practice making plays all the time. All right. And I just finished a book, and I don't have it right next to me, but it, it was a book on how to be brilliant in a moment's notice. That's that's kind of the, the, the reason why that book exists. And I, I, I don't see it right in front of me. But um, the essence of the book was trying to get people to believe that they can be brilliant all the time. And I just thought about it in terms of sports and said, well, making plays all the time. And in order to make plays all the time, you have to practice. So I am on the other side of John when it comes to creative spark. I believe that you, you make plays, you practice making plays by practicing all the time. No matter if you have creative juice or not, you practice all the time. John's juice is is, uh, unpredictable. Like his creative spark is unpredictable. And that's just his way. For me, I just, in any sport I play, I just practice even when I don't want to. (laughs) And then you know what? I make plays. Mm. And it's because of practicing when I didn't want to, when I didn't have that creative. Today, dude, I'm not kidding. I am dying right now. And I put the hardest workout in that I've had. And I, of course we'll say all year because we have a short year to start it, but it's literally the hardest workout I've done in 12 months. And I'm feeling crappy, but the best workout. And I know tomorrow I'll feel better or hopefully I'll feel better. Um, but I, I say all that to just, you know, give you the reversal on the creative spark. Like in order to make plays, in order to be brilliant on a moment's notice, you've got to practice every day or every other day or whatever, you know, best suits you on, you know, the, the creative work. Because, I, you know, I know, you know, for me, the core work is creative work. That's all, That's all this is. You know, in any performance, it's creative work. So, um, I just say push through. You know, that's that's my best advice for you: is just keep pushing through. Schedule your time. I schedule. I this year I've I've scheduled precise learning, and what mm-hmm. I mean by that is I schedule a half an hour every day for precise learning on whatever topic it is, and I feel like I'm going to the university, right. to Robinson University. So but I only do that because the only way that I'm able to push through is is by scheduling it. So as like I said, as a reversal to John's, um, you know how he gets creatively inspired, you know, maybe maybe you being more pragmatic and scheduling, say this, I'm going to spend 30 minutes, 30 minutes a day or 15 minutes a day to write content. And I always tease, you know, with asking people how many hours do they have in a week? And a lot of people say 40 hours, 50 hours, 60 hours. And the answer is 168, 24 times 7. There's 168 hours in a week. If I gave you a dollar for every one of those hours at the beginning of the week, you'd have $168. And I said to you, can you spend $1? on creative, you know, writing, content creation, one out of 168? Come on. Can you spend $1, you know, talking to your parents? Can you spend $1 on working out? And I look at John saying that. Um, <laughs> but but that that's how I look at time as well. So you know, I went on a tangent there, but uh, it, it kind of, ties into what next because what next is intentional what next is how i spend my time how i get balanced how i put things into the world that aren't there anymore so the intention of ground zero was to boost your balance and that's what i got
0: so right. that, that's the worksheet right there yeah well thank, thanks Troy. Cool. thanks troy for joining us today that's it's always good cool. having you on
1: yeah. Well, thanks for having me on. Cool, this was man. fun. It was really well, I've,
0: fun. Uh, called the bartender, really over to fun. take care of the tab, and uh, I know we're, we're all tired <laughs> drinking waters, but uh, it's an expensive, high class place. Uh, so, anyone who's listening, what Jr. went over today was uh, a worksheet uh, for entrepreneurs to help help you kind of sort through you know the things that are going on that you need to fix, and uh, we're going to start making those available. For the PHC Entrepreneurs uh, community here beginning in February. So if you wanna become a part of that, stay tuned, more to come. Got anything else, JR? Nope, that's it. All right. Well, thanks everybody. Until next time, do awesome things.